the Friday Five podcast. Your hosts, Brent and Eric. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the 33rd episode of, of the, the Friday, Friday Five Podcast. Podcast. Man, that was <laughs> weird. That was weird. I don't want to do that ever again. Pinch poke, yo me a Coke. <laughs> what? You never heard of that? Like hey. Jinx, when you say the same thing, you uh, pinch poke, yo me a Coke. Dude, Jinx sounds way better. Wear pinch. blue, yo me too. Dude, don't. Come on, man. You don't like these old timey sayings? We're gonna start like we're gonna start recording from different locations. <laughs> After pinch poke, owe me a coke. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm waiting on that coke. We should cut that, but I won't. We're not gonna cut that no. because we're honest with our fans. Yeah, this is how we are. We are honest. We tell you everything. We tell you every little thing. I might have almost cried during the last Game of Thrones episode. Whoops. Lie. <laughs> no, that's true. You did, you did tell me that you almost uh, had a heart attack, dude. I, I remember you texting me. I'm shook. You shook. As, as the kids would say. That's what the teens are saying. That's right. That's the new thing to we say. We need to have your son Luke on the show, because Luke is almost 13, right? Or well, no, he just turned 12. Just turned 12, yeah. 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 I, I want to know what the kids are saying nowadays. What's do you, has, he, has he said a word around you in the past year that you're like, what? Yeah, and I don't know if I want to say it on this podcast. Oh, you told me. Okay. Yeah, yeah I don't, don't know if it's... That. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's too bad. I don't remember, but it's I remember you telling me something. It's not a word or anything. Say it. All right. So I'm sitting on the couch, and Luke's at the bar doing homework or whatever. What's he doing at the bar? And he's at the bar. Oh, in the house. In the okay. house. With the house. I'm sitting on my couch. Okay. I think we are. So he goes, hey, Dad, these nuts. <laughs> and the way he said it, so I'm experienced enough as a parent with my son to know, okay, he didn't know what he just said. Yeah. He has no idea what he just said. Yeah. So I didn't get mad. I just like looked back and said, what? Like and he goes, D's nuts. And I was like, Yeah. I said, Luke, do you know what you just said? Uh huh. And he just like he, he kind of got that look, like, Oh no. And <laughs> oh no. He goes, Well, no. I said, All right. And so I explained to him what it meant. I won't go into that. Father son moment. Father son moment. This is what that means. And he goes, <laughs> He goes, Oh, that's why it was funny. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, probably shouldn't say that around Perfect. anybody. So yeah, well, that was, that learning occurred. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. These, hmm. That's what these kids are saying. Let's talk about the uh, <laughs> right into. I mean, I just, what a transition. We are the best segwayers. We are. That's what we're known for. Uh, the Saturday Night Showdown last week, the winner uh, of the match, the brutal match, the brutal between No Thriller and it came from the '80s magazine. That's it. Now, awful. No Thriller had Brave Star, and it, it came from the '80s magazine had <laughs> RoboCop. Oh, yes. Long story short, Brave Star won. Okay. And the comment winner is Corey Nation. Mm -hmm. C-O-R-E-Y-N-A-T-I-O-N. And uh, Corey Nation has a podcast, actually. So I'm going to plug that, too. Because we're just nice like that. We're just good. Uh, It's uh, NSFW, not safe for work. Uh Uh-oh. NSFW Gamer Podcast. Yeah. That's, um, I'm, now I'm interested to check that out. I think it's safe for work. I, mean, I listen. I listened to one episode so far. Oh, okay. Hey, yeah, there's some stuff. There's some things. It's a good. It's fun though. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. Well, so he. I mean, obviously, in the name gamer podcast, he talks about video games. And they talk about games. They talk about a lot yeah. of you know '80s pop culture and cool. '90s and yeah, man, it's fun. Um, also, one really quick plug a another Instagram page. Uh huh. Only because I just like it. Well, I, I've, I'm looking at the name. I haven't seen the page yet, but the name already has me intrigued. It's uh the blockbuster video. 
it's pretty much a tribute to Blockbuster Video and you know movies love that it. are around that time. So yeah, love it. Shout out to him. Shout out. People say shout out anymore. We do. Yeah. I, mean, I think, but no one else. Yeah. We have some terrible news that I'll let you tell. Dude. Uh, so <laughs> so just to give you a little behind the scenes look here, Brett and I share notes on our, our phone. Yeah. And as soon as I pulled them up for this, this just a minute ago, mm-hmm. I hadn't seen this and I saw it and I almost Shock cried. and all. I almost cried. <laughs> almost cried. I, tears came to me eyes. Yeah. Um, Are you a pirate? Yeah. <laughs> to me eye. Um, Robert Pattinson. Of Twilight fame, yeah, uh, rumored to be the announced as the new Batman. Yeah, that's they're pretty much saying they haven't come out and said it yet, but they're like, is it's that, just it has to be signed, and that's pretty much it. They should just not come out and say it. Ever. DC hates its fans. It apparently hates. Anything. You know how Kanye said George Bush hates black people. <laughs> DC hates DC hates everyone. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they they do. They and they hate Robert Pattinson. They're gonna put him through that once again. That's a quote from Kanye. Yeah, yeah. No one cut that. Uh, <laughs> uh, we love everybody. So, I don't love this though. So I I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to say about that. I just can't. Yeah. I'd start ranting about it. Yeah. Do you have a rant or something? Is there anything else you want to? Oh, I've got a rant. <laughs> I've got a rant. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't done a rant in a while. I, I feel like I've been pretty good. I've been pretty st- yeah. stable and calm. I got a rant, dude. All right. Let's do. Okay. Let's do that rant. It's uh has to do with baseball parents. Oh man, you know what I think of when you say baseball parents? What? I think of Randy Marsh from South Park. <laughs> Have you seen the episodes where he's in the stands? He starts taking his shirt he off constantly. Every yeah. time, wants to fight people. Yeah, that's not. Uh, I'm looking forward to hearing about. This. It's not far from the truth. Oh no, they now now th- this particular rant, our particular situation didn't. You're coaching your son. So all right, we'll start. We'll start real quick. I'll just give you a quick rundown. I. Three weeks before the season, I, I signed up to assist coach. I did not sign up to be a head coach. Mm. Um, the commissioner of our league calls me and says, hey, I've got a team of kids, like 11 or 12 kids, and they don't have a coach. Yeah. And your son is among those kids. Yeah. Or, yeah, he's among that little group. I said, uh, he said, he begged me basically to kind of coach. I was like, all right, fine, I'll coach. Uh, so I guess by the time this airs, this would be last week. Yeah. Last week was our last game. Okay. We have all of our kids out there playing. We have one particular kid. I won't say any names. Yeah, let's say his name. Let's say let's the shame name. the ten year old. <laughs> so we had a, a, a particular kid. Uh, we, I say, we yell at all the kids. We yell at everybody. Yeah. Okay. We're like, hey, move over. Hey, you know, back up. Pay yeah. attention. We do that. That's coach. You're a coach. Yeah. You, the they have to hear you. So I mean. yeah. So one of our players is a catcher, okay. and that naturally you're involved in every pitch, right? Yeah. So he was kind of doing some things wrong, so we're correcting him. We're like, hey, make sure to squeeze that ball, blah, 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 block it. Well, I'm sitting there, I'm shouting instructions, we're in the field, and my two assistant coaches are behind me toward the dugout. And I hear in the I hear behind me angry voice. Somebody's angry voice. Was it a man or a woman? It was a man. Yeah. Kind of a high voice though. Uh but it was a man. <laughs> and so I look back and it's one of our team's dads losing his mind really about us correcting his son i mean that's part of being in a sport he was like i'd like to see you get your son out there and yell at him all the time i'm like dude have you seen me yell at my own son like the whole time i yell at luke 
every single second of every single day <laughs> when it comes to baseball. Like I'm, oh. you know, so he was losing it. He was he was absolutely losing it, and I was like, that's it. I'm never coaching again. Ever. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. These parents, and I've seen, like, that's just one particular incident. I've seen parents get mad at umpires. Yeah. I've seen them want to fight coaches. Yeah. I've seen, like, I was able to calm it down. And then later, like, after the game, I talked to the guy and we're like, okay, it's a, he was like, I'm not really mad at you. I was mad at the league, blah, blah. All right, whatever. And so we squashed it. But I don't hate the player, hate the game. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Is that Tupac? It's a Booker T used to say. Oh yeah, that's true. He said a lot of stuff. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, but I've seen I've seen parents and seemingly intelligent parents lose it at a at a little league baseball field. I've seen this through T ball. Yeah. And T ball. T ball. That wasn't an out. You ought to be What are you talking about? Like <laughs> they're like rolling the ball to each other. Yeah, they the one kid just ate a butterfly. Like that's <laughs> You know, you can't be expecting these. <laughs> you know, Did that really happen. I mean, I don't. Maybe I've seen kids eat dirt. Tony's eating another butterfly. He just ate a butterfly again. Well, he just rolled it to first. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so that's my rant. Baseball parents, don't lose your mind. Okay, yeah. this is not, your kid is. I'm going to say this right now to all the baseball parents out there. Your kid is he not hate. going to be a major league baseball. Eric player. hates you, and I hate you, <laughs> all of you. No, I'm just kidding. I don't hate you. <laughs> My, our parents, for the most part, were cool. They could be. No, they, they can't. No, player. they're not going to be. They are not going to be. But Ever. they could be. Nope. Absolutely not. <laughs> so Wow. That's the, Yeah, well, sorry, sorry. Eric, killer of dreams, Willis. <laughs> killer of little kids' dreams. <laughs> I did I did tell one kid, I was like, you're not good enough to fake a throw. Don't do that again. <laughs> he faked a <laughs> he would, throw? He would try to fake throw people, and I was like, you're, they know you're not throwing the ball. Anyway. Okay, well, you've upset me. Good. Okay. <laughs> don't do that. Do you feel it? <laughs> no, I don't. Look, that was a hit last week. That was a hit. Said one person. <laughs> Shout out to Ashley Allen, who was nice enough to text me and say, hey. that was hilarious. Nice. Thank I was you, like, Ashley. Thank you, Ashley. Yeah. I felt stupid. <laughs> I got slapped twice. Yeah. That's all right. That's true. Let's go to the main topic. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say it like that? I don't know. I feel like I have to like main topic. Jazz it up. Jazz it up a little bit. Bruce Buffer right now. God, I hate that guy. <laughs> don't let me. Don't get me talking about Bruce Buffer. Another rant. And uh, now he had to announce the main events of every WCW oh pay per view. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, main topic. You brought this topic up about two or three weeks ago, and I was like, "How have we not done that yet?" I know. It was kind of one of those things. Like, wait, did did have we done this? And then we're like, "No, we haven't." Um, we're gonna talk about our favorite. Animated movies. We just made up our own song. That was Looney Tunes. <laughs> oh, I didn't. Wish I, was... I should have done the theme, the uh, Disney Home Entertainment theme. Yeah. Oh, y'all put that in here. I just did. You just did with the, <laughs> with the wave of the wand. Boom, so yeah, uh, our top, uh, our just our favorite animated movies, the ones that speak just to us. Five. <laughs> no. I don't want to overstate it. Yeah, your your first one's Happy Feet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like get out of here. Oh um, no. Yeah, five animated films that we just you know we think of. Gun to our head. Name five of your favorite animated films. Yeah. 
yeah, I mean, that's kind of how I thought of it. There's a lot of great ones, but these are five that I would put up against any yeah. other movie. And this is like some of the lists we've done before. Like, there's others that are that could probably make this list, but, you know, we had to sort of whittle it down. But uh, we're just going to do five each. Um, and uh, I'm going to let you lead off, man. Really? Lead, lead off. off? Is that a, is that a baseball pun? That is a baseball term. Oh. That is the first batter of your lineup. That is a good way to segue. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Nice. The first animated movie I'm going to talk about yeah. is better than all of yours. Yeah. I guess you're not going to hurt me, huh? My own giant robot. I am the luckiest kid in America. Where'd he come from? He doesn't remember. He's like a little kid. We must stop it at all costs. My son is out there! We've got to help it. Hogarth, no! I'm slipping! Giant? Hogarth. We're going to talk about the Iron Giant. That is a good one, though. Yeah. Have you seen the Iron Giant? I've seen it. Mm, that's good. Um, the, <laughs> the Iron Giant came out in 1999, uh, directed by Brad Bird of uh, Incredibles fame. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, based on the book called The Iron Man. Okay. Probably couldn't get that for many reasons as the name of the movie yeah uh, maybe yeah uh i love the art style in it it's like yeah. it's really inspired by like the style that brad bird typically has in his films i mean the incredibles you can watch the incredibles and watch iron giant and kind of see a certain vibe to it because incredibles has that when does incredibles take place it's not during the 50s but it has that vibe it has to that it. aesthetic like that yeah um, especially if you look at like the the houses, it's a, they're modern. It's really modern, but it's like got that retro-y look. Yeah, and I can see what you're saying about like uh, the animation of the Iron Giant, where even the movements are kind of. Yeah, I want to say it's a retro. I mean, that doesn't make sense, but it's yeah, it kind of a callback, like mechanical movements of these you know robots and stuff. Yeah, really. yeah, like during the you know the because I mean this is set in the late '50s, so this is yeah. like during the space race. You mm -hmm. know, it, it was still going on, and yeah, sci-fi movies and you know stuff like that, and. I, I like it. it has a really like early '90s uh, animated feature f look to it. I yeah. mean, it's it takes place in it came out in '99, but it it, it feels, does have that, that yeah. look to it. Like that, um, I don't. Know, I'm trying to think of another movie that may, and I may have one on my list. But yeah, it's got like that that aesthetic, that Disney early '90s look that is really popular. And it was like on the it was like on the cusp, Ooh, cusp. cusp. Always want to say. Uh, the cusp of the kind of CGI takeover in movies. Right. Mm -hmm. That's kind of all you had. Well, I guess at that time, Pixar was well, only... Toy Story had been out. Toy Story 2? 2. 2 came out in 99. Okay. Um, but I think other than that, it was... So they were Pretty just... bare bones. Yeah. yeah. So I they mean, were just getting started with that. And it, this has CG in it. I mean, mm -hmm. the Iron Giant is CG for the most part. Yeah. Or actually, I think for the whole thing. Just about the... Yeah. The whole but thing. it doesn't... It's never overwhelming in it. Mm-hmm. And kind of the cool thing about it, I you know, I, I looked up some stuff about the film. Mm -hmm. It was the very first feature film that had a CGI lead character that was placed in an otherwise traditionally animated film. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So a movie that was, you know, hand-drawn and they, and there they was put a CGI, in a CGI character. character. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which I imagine at the time was tough to do. Like, Well, yeah, I mean, to blend it to, and mm -hmm. that, that kind of brings up my next point here. The CGI that was in the film, they intentionally put uh, rough edges and rough lines around oh. the outline of the Iron Giant. To make to, it look... Yeah, to blend in with it. I mean, it's oh, okay. it's really cool they that did that. That is cool. Because if you look at it, you, it doesn't stand out really hard. Yeah. 
But yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't like jump out at you. It's just it, it looks cool. I mean, obviously it looks really good, but huh. I mean, I it's it's a beautiful film. I mean, it kind of has a, you know, standard kind of a common story mm-hmm. about, you know, young boy being able to find the good in things that others don't necessarily understand, uh being the Iron Giant because I mean, ultimately he is a weapon, but it's when he first comes to Earth, he's not necessarily a weapon. Right. But, you know, of course, everybody's freaked out by it. And <clears throat> the kids see something more than, mm-hmm. you know, just what's on the outside. Yeah, it's a neat. I like the story. The story is, uh, is really, really good. You cool. know the Iron Giant was voiced by? No. Vin Diesel. No way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Random grunts. <clears throat> yeah. Didn't really say much. Had uh, Harry Connick Jr. in it and uh, okay. Jennifer Aniston. Oh, cool. The rest. I, I didn't know that either. I yeah. I love it though, dude. It's it's one of my favorites. I mean, I just love the art style and yeah, it it's just it's a beautiful film. And I mean, the thing is, it, like, it bombed at the box office like initially, oh, wow. but you know, I read up that a lot of that was due to Warner Brothers. They only started actually promoting the movie four months before it came out. Wow! So I'm like, really? I mean, job, they man. couldn't actually look at that and see that, you know, they I had mean, something on their hands. Sure. Yeah. That, yeah. Good job, WB. But I think it's a timeless classic animated yeah. movie. I really do, and I, I um, I'm glad it's kind of gotten the recognition that it deserved. Yeah, that's a good leadoff pick, man. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Let's get to your first one. Uh, um, so... Trolls. <laughs> Short note: I've seen that movie about 500 times. I'm sorry, my kids. Jeez. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> new toys. I'm gonna get played with. Where's my nose? Here it is. Here's your arm. Give me that. That's Honey, mine. The mustache. To reset your Buzz Lightyear, insert paper clip. Well, use your finger. Well, go. Did you fix Buzz? Pitagora espacial. Uh, sort of. Oh no. Oh yes. Return of the my Astro. first pick is Toy Story Three. Woo! Saddest one. Let's get ready. Uh, released in 2010. I remember. Um, like you said, it it's a good story. It's a, I like the movie. It's a it's a delightful movie, but it it gets intense. Toward, you know, this spoiler alert for anybody who hadn't seen it. If you haven't seen it, then it's been nine years. Why haven't you seen it? I don't mind spoiling. Um, there are some parts in there, man, where it gets intense emotionally, and when I say that. As a grown man, we saw this in the theater, and there was the part where they were in the incinerator. Oh, yeah. I was, I was quivering, dude. I was. That part didn't get me that much. That part got me. The ending but ruined the, me. But the I was I was going to say the I thought I thought that was the emotional moment. I thought okay, once we got through it, oh, they got rescued by the claw. I thought I'm 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 in the clear, and then in the end, the movie happens. And when I, he when he said so long, partner. Oh. I mean, Becky, my wife. I was out loud. I mean, not like you know, but <laughs> but I couldn't talk because I was I was sobbing almost. Yeah, it was just like, oh my god, that just reached into your soul of every every kid. I mean, especially guy's soul, and just that, that your childhood, just like growing up and leaving those things behind. But then again, I look at my shelf. And, yeah, then look at your <laughs> shelf and stuff. And uh, I imagine Andy's like that. But, Brutal. Though. But yeah, it's like there's so many levels to that. He he get, So first of all, he's becoming a man now. He's giving up his... He's going to college and he's giving up his 
childhood toys. Yeah. And he's giving them to this girl. And, and that's his buddy. That's his buddy that's been with him for years. And he's playing with them he, at the... Oh, dude. Yeah. I can't uh, talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> he's showing her them. And, and then just... Showing the, the toys to her. And, and she's just... Oh, yeah. So... And I think it... The Toy Story trilogy, I know they're coming out with the fourth one. I thought that that was a perfect perfect trilogy i thought that there's no way that you need another one it's a perfect story from you start do to not finish. need to touch it i toy story 4 might be good but it, might, I don't, it will be good it will be a good movie i'm just not into it but it's not going to be a part of the story that that we know they ruined one of the greatest most emotional endings maybe to a movie in the last 20 years yes I don't. That's that not ripped your soul out. It did, and um, <laughs> and they immediately cut to like funny parts because they and they I was knew. yeah I was reading and John Lasseter said that they had to do that oh because they yeah. said everybody was crying. <laughs> it was just yeah. They <laughs> wasn't leaving kids maybe crying. Well, like yeah, so yeah, I was emotional. Rebecca was had lost her herself. She was just <laughs> and um, of course Luke sitting there eating popcorn. He was three, so he didn't give a crap. But um. But no, it was like it was very, very yeah. So they then they cut to the funny stuff. You're like, okay, good. yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna go out of this movie. People see you coming out with like freaking tears all over you. Had a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes forever, and like one guy gave, gave it a thumbs down, and everybody's like, I hate this guy. You know, he just did that just to do. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What a what a jerk. I mean, I'd still put Toy Story one above it, but only because it's it was so innovative. Yeah, I, I like Toy Story two, but. A lot of people like it better than the first one, and I don't. I don't really. I don't know. I think Toy Story Two might be the funniest of all. Okay, of them yeah. Because I laughed a lot in that movie, but I, I struggle with one or three because, like you said, one was totally innovative. It was a new. It was a completely new thing, and it was visually stunning, and the story's awesome. Yeah. But just three to me was just. It was such a great ending to. Should be the ending to the trilogy. Perfect ending. Um. You could not ask for a the better story. Ending. It was I thought perfect. I yeah. thought it was. I was thought it was a perfect movie. And um, I'm like you. Why number four? You okay. know why are we doing that? Why are we yeah. continuing this? Money. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, Pixar recently came out and said they're not going to make any more sequels. Did you see that? No, I didn't see. They're that. only going to be making original stories from now on. Oh wow. Yeah. That might be. That, that's what they. That quote, might be. That's okay. a quote straight from them. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I love that. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. yeah there's too many sequels. <laughs> there, there really are. There really are. <laughs> Um, yeah, you well, so yeah, Toy Story 3. Um, love all the Toy Story movies, like, but that it was yeah. the highest grossing one, too, I believe. Pro- yeah, I don't, I didn't look that up, but I feel some amount of money, yeah, it didn't yeah. make a lot of money. It made it got money from us, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, um, solid yeah. pick. I mean, you yeah. really can't beat that. Oh, yeah, what you got now? Well, I take that back, you can beat that. No, you can't, you can beat that with. We have people waiting around the world for $5 million in diamonds, and we can't get anyone to deliver them. Or can they? Join the chipmunks and the chipettes as they take off on an action-packed musical adventure around the world. remember when I'd had the chipmunk adventure <laughs> <laughs> the chipmunk adventure the dude. chipmunk adventure is the greatest movie ever made I don't know. 
Wait, what? Directed by Janice Carmen, um, who also is the voice of Theodore and all the Chipettes. I thought that was kind of a fun wow. fact. Yeah, I did. That's... I did not know that. Way to save money too. That's... But then again, just... can't anyone be the voice of the Chipmunks? Because all they do is jack your voice up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was the very first animated movie I ever saw in theaters. Oh, nice. it wasn't the first movie. The first movie was a Follow That Bird, which is a <laughs> much and often overlooked Jim Henson classic. <laughs> classic. Yeah, but the first anime movie I ever saw was a Chipmunk Adventure. That's a good one. Um, man, it just has that. It's oozing with. No, it's a good thing. It's oh, oozing okay. with just that '80s animation, dude. Well, it yeah. just it looks so good. It's always cool when you take like a you know a, a weekly animated TV series. Yeah, and then you see it get like a feature film upgrade because like the animation is just like drastically like way better. way better. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. I don't know, dude. It has, like, such a fun, like, sense of adventure to it. It's just, you're setting off in these hot air balloons, traveling the world. <laughs> yeah. You know, in a, you know, kind of seemingly innocent race, you know, against the Chipettes. The yeah. The Chipmunks versus right. the Chipettes. But, you know, there's some, there's some dark things behind it. There's adventure to be had. Yeah. <laughs> They're basically unknowingly trying to, like, pick up diamonds and deliver them back to the two evil characters. Blood diamonds. <laughs> Probably blood diamonds. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's um, in the in the course of music. Always in Chipmunks is some of the greatest songs ever. The best, yeah. I mean, you I can't, mean, you can't let's beat that. let's name them off. Let's do it. It's like one of those late night uh, commercials, like with the you know, <laughs> oh, the like the old CDs with like the <laughs> compilations. You had off to see the world. <laughs> off to see the world we're off to find our dreams why is my heart beating so fast dun, 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 dun. i don't know the rest uh, that's you, the most i've ever heard you sing in my life yeah well you'll you're gonna hear it again oh, uh then they had the girls and boys of rock and roll yes I actually don't own the lyrics. <laughs> I don't either, but I know that I can I can think of the two. We are the boys, we are the boys, we are the boys of rock, rock and roll. That's all I know. Um and another one called Diamond Dolls. Diamond Dolls is a solid effing song. They sing it at the end. And I it sounds that one. it sounds like to, an eighties track. It's fantastic. I have to look at that one. Yeah, now, I remember that one. There was an odd song in the movie. Mm. It's during the part. Why? <laughs> oh, mm. It sounded like Joel Goddard from Conan. <laughs> <laughs> did. Oh man! Um, there's a scene in the movie where the Chipettes are in like a palace, and there's some snakes like coming after them or something. Okay. Yeah. They I sing think... a song to get the snakes off of them because the snakes start dancing. Okay. But yeah. the song is "Getting Lucky." Ooh, and it, I mean, that's the title? getting lucky with you, or they say that multiple oh, times during man. the song, and I'm like, this doesn't seem right. Oh, 
kid, it's like, oh, this is fun. But then you, you see that, and you're like, as an adult, you're going, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't know about this. I don't know. It has great songs, great visuals. Yeah. Great story. I mean, it's all right story. But... <laughs> no, the story, you know... It's just so much fun. Yeah. I mean, it just made me want to get in a hot air balloon and push the instructor out and just, <laughs> just butane it. I'm up. going to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Why Saudi Arabia? Chipmunks did. You shot down in two seconds. They went to Egypt, I think. Oh, oh, yeah. that's right. That's right. Yeah. You caught on top of a tree. In a hot air balloon. <laughs> wow. I think that's what happened. You're going to be there a while. You're going to be in that air balloon for a while. Yeah. I want to get the original poster. The original poster is the most like 80s epic animated poster ever. I'm surprised you don't have it already. I Slacker. I know. I kind of feel like bad about that. But <laughs> The Chipmunk Adventure, absolute classic. If you've never seen it, um, see it, dude. It's on DVD and Blu-ray. It's mm. 100% worth it. Yep. You, can, you can get it for like five bucks. Nice. That's five dollars well spent. That is absolutely. Yeah. All right. I like that pick. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> hey, what you, did you say? What year that was released? By the way. Yeah, nineteen eighty-eight. Oh, eighty-eight. Okay. November of nineteen eighty-eight. Nice. <sighs> well, we're gonna stay in the eighties for my pick. A troll in Central Park. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? Dang it. No, it's not. Okay. We're going out to find him. What? We're going to go out and find the master. Join a brave little toaster and his unusual pals on a magical journey. I'm ready. Through a world of mystery. Light. I see the light. Fantasy. <laughs> Laughter. <laughs> and adventure. <laughs> it's an exciting. Strange and fantastic voyage where you'll see scary places. Hey, fellas, look! A whole lot of. Uh, this is a 1987 release, The Brave Little Toaster. Let's start talking. All right, let's get talking. You, you, baby. I'll let you you get going. Now, I, I got a couple things to say. Full disclosure: I have I have not seen this movie in probably 15 years first mistake you yeah. need to watch it. i need to watch it again but i do remember a lot about it i remember that i loved the facial animation of the of the you know it's appliances obviously you know it's a it's a toaster and a vacuum and and there it's and there a heating blanket is there's that, a yeah there's a is that what that is a heating blanket there's um a lamp a lamp and then i can't i don't know there, there's yeah there's all are they're all appliances there's a radio yes a radio and, um, you talk like a 1930s reporter, too. He's like, yeah, it's a <laughs> That's a gangster era. John really Lovitz awesome. was the radio. Oh, he okay. was doing the radio. Yeah, okay. 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 Phil Hartman was the uh, the air conditioning. Oh. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> yeah, and then there was a hanging lamp. That's all it says. Yeah, yeah. It says hanging air lamp. conditioner, hanging lamp. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, anyway, the facial expression, the facial animation on these appliances is what I love about it. It's so cool. Like, I love that style. I don't know if there's a name for it, but the way they animated their their faces and their movements, uh, I love that the way they moved in that movie and the way that their faces moved. Um, <clears throat> it was produced by Hyperion, Hyperion Animation. Um, it had a lot of the CalArt graduates. so And a lot of them were the original uh, members of Pixar that were involved okay. with this. So you can see a lot of... Um, I don't want to say innovation with the animation here, but like a lot of the, like the backgrounds and stuff, looked a lot different. They did a lot of different things with those. Yeah, the guy who um, started Hyperion mm -hmm. was once the head of Disney Animation. 
Yeah, that's right. Um, and I knew his name at one time, but I yeah. forgot. To me, I group it almost with kind of, even though they're about 12 years apart, it reminds me of a lot of the Iron Giant a little bit, just the way it looks, sort of the color and everything like that. I mean, to me, it did. Um, I think the Iron Giant might be a little more vibrant, but it, yeah, it is, but yeah, the style, but that style of, but of that's that's true because the the human in it, yeah. has a very Iron Giant esque um, animation. Animation, yeah, that 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 whole um, and I love like the, the way they animated like the computers, you know, because they had to like hack in the computer systems, yeah. And this and that. Um, but yeah, it's I I, um, I really thoroughly enjoy. It. I need to watch that again because I do believe we actually have it. Really? Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, yeah. I, I remember it being really disturbing, like, after watching it again, like, maybe five, oh, really? six years ago. You remember the clown? Oh, there, yeah, 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 yeah. The devil clown oh, with gosh. the, that has fire going everywhere. Oh, no. Um, I yeah, I did forget about that. That was but dark. The oh. air conditioner commits suicide, basically. Well, he kind of, yeah, commits like Harry Carey helps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, no. <laughs> but it was it was a pretty like the story was very uh, roller coaster ride story. It was really um, emotionally draining, jarring, <laughs> jarring. There you go. <laughs> That's a better word. Uh, so, um, but no, we. I mean, I've seen it a million times. It came on the Disney Channel all the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was like one of those that just looped constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, good pick, dude. Yeah, man. I liked it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like it. It's a good. One. Yeah. My next pick is coming exclusively to theaters for Christmas from Walt Disney Pictures. Picture the city, the crowds hustling, the traffic roaring, the hot dogs are sizzling. I love a story with food in it. It's all new. Disney's 27th full-length animated feature, Oliver and Company. He's an alien. Cool it, guys. It's just a cat. Yeah. Why should I worry? The story of Oliver. A little furball. A New York City orphan who joins the Dodger, Fagan, and some of the most... Oliver and Company. Why should I worry? Why should I care? <laughs> oh my gosh, Billy Joel, dude. Man, November 1988. Can I just say something real quick? Yeah, yeah. My first full-length animation movie that I saw in the theater. Really? Yep, Oliver Company. That's fantastic. Stepdad man. took me to it. Really? Shout out to Mark <laughs> That's West. That's great, Mark West. Oliver and Company. Oliver and Company. Yeah. It was a great movie. I remember him liking it, too. What was his first movie? Huh? What was his first animated movie? I I don't want to. I don't know. Steamboat Willie. <laughs> Steamboat. Oh, I'm oh just, he's. I'm just joking. Mark. He's coming to. <laughs> ooh, he's coming to get you. I say I'll say this because they live in another state. Um, He'll get here. <laughs> you're dead. Directed by uh, George uh, Scribner. Scribner. Um, I would say Scribner, but yeah. Yeah, being quiet. He was known for being involved uh, with like the movie Heavy Metal. Oh, <laughs> you wow. know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, uh, the Transformers series and GoBots. Mm. Yeah, based on the uh, Oliver Twist novel. Yes, of yes. course. Uh, it was originally going to be called Oliver and the Dodger, which that really rolls off your tongue. Uh, <laughs> and cool thing, it was released the exact same day as Land Before Time. No way. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's a, yeah. It's wow. true. It's true. Is it? Yeah. But man, it just. It has the, the strongest 80s vibe to it. I mean, it takes yeah. place in the 80s, takes place in the real world. Yeah. I mean, New York City. And, yeah, like the I mean, late 80s New York, like bustling, noisy, kind of dirty. Yeah. Um, I, The music, too. Billy, obviously, Billy Joel did a lot of, like, that's sits you right down in the middle of the 80s, man. Oh, dude, it's it's so good. I mean, um, 
Once Upon a Time in New York by Huey Lewis. Oh yes. Uh, Why should I worry about Billy Joel? Billy Joel also did the voice of Dodger, the mm-hmm. you know the lead character, and I actually had not seen this movie until it was re-released in theaters. Oh, okay. um, it was re-released like in the mid nineties, mm-hmm. and I remember going with my good friend Vincent at the time. It was a little bitty theater in Wascom, Wascom, <laughs> Texas. Wait, really? Yeah, it was either in Wascom or somewhere else in Texas. Right outside of Wascom. Maybe Marshall. It might have been Marshall. Yeah, yeah. It was a real little yeah, beat-up theater. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. It was a little dollar theater. Like, it cost, <laughs> like, one or two bucks. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, there's no stadium seating. It was just a tiny theater. And, man, I'll, I'll like, some reason, I'll never forget that. That's cool. For some reason. I mean, there's just something kind of, I mean, I don't know, magical. But it was kind of, it had this magic to it watching them film yeah. in a little beat-up theater. There's something I can see so there being different. A, it's not overdone, and it's yeah. just. I could see there being a lot of charm to that. Like there's a lot a of uh, ton of charm to it. Yeah, yeah. A, a, a real good time there with the like an older theaters. Maybe not the best quality picture. It's fun though. You know, yeah, old okay. projector and yeah. <laughs> man, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was fun, man. I, I still remember that to this day. Yeah. I, I just remember loving it, and I just I just a really fun memory I have mm-hmm. uh, hanging out with Vincent. My, well, like I said, then. that was the first animated movie I saw in theaters as a kid that I remember. I mean, I, you know, my parents may have taken me when I was real little to something yeah. else, but that and I just I loved it. And um, I remember they when they were releasing a lot of the um, the uh, Disney movies on VHS, like when mm-hmm. they would open the vaults and stuff. They never they didn't release Oliver and Company for a long time, and I don't know why. Like, do you, I don't know if there's a reason for that. You know, I I had read that when I was doing a little research on the film. I don't remember the exact length though, but it yeah. was a lo- it, it was, was like two time. to three years. Yeah, it was a long time, and then it didn't. When it did release, it it wasn't for long, and then they put it in the vault, and it yeah. was it was forever before they let it let it out again. Yeah, but um, Disney Plus is about to kill that. Oh <laughs> yes, it is. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. Gonna kill the vault. It was the first Disney film. To, to, <laughs> it needs to. Yeah, except Stranger Things, great show ever. Um, yeah. other than Game of Thrones. And it was the first Disney film to show actual company ads oh, in the movie. Because, okay. I mean, it was New York and had the billboards. Mm-hmm. And it kind of made sense. But um, one funny thing I, I did look up, uh, the top three movies on opening weekend. Guess the top three movies on the opening weekend. I mean, I've already named one of them. Oh, what do you mean? Like uh, animated movies or just all time? Just all, just... Opening weekend? Just that opening weekend in 1988. Oh, that one. Uh, yeah. So you said The Land Before Time... And Oliver and Company. Oliver what do you think the number one was? In it was around Christmas time, in 80, late eighties. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Plane, trains, <laughs> automobiles. No, I've been good one though. Uh, Scrooged. Oh, okay, with Bill Murray. <laughs> so Scrooged, The Land Before Time, and then Oliver and Company. That's great. One thing I remember about Oliver and Company also is the toys from McDonald's. McDonald's had a huge promotion for this. Okay. I mean, it was one of the most promoted Disney animated films up to that point. Okay. They had, uh, do you remember the plush Christmas ornaments? Yes. I that do McDonald's remember. would have a lot. Quick, up here. It looks just like you. Looking all right yourself, kid. Now when you buy a $5 book of McDonald's gift certificates, you get a free plush musical ornament of Oliver or Dodger. The characters from the new Disney movie, Oliver and Company, now only at a theater near you. Oliver and Dodger make great gifts and even play a tune. Hey, Dodge, we made beautiful music together. Yeah, kid. Your holiday place, McDonald's. I remember they did a lot of those. Uh, yeah, different, different, different ty- types, ty- yeah, types different of kinds. movies and stuff. But yeah. they had a Christmas-themed uh, Oliver and Company Christmas ornaments. Okay. 
that you could get. And they also had the um, the squirt toys, the rubber squirt, oh, squirt yeah, toys, yeah. which I still have like five of them. <laughs> and Harrison plays with them. My son plays with them in the oh. tub. So, awesome. Yeah, they, they had a Man. huge promotion for yeah. this movie. So, That's anyways, it's one of my favorite. I just I love I love the vibe in the film. Yeah. That 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 immediately hooked me. Oh yeah, and it's just a lot of fun. That the the visual I can see it in my head, like the visual of that movie. Again, it's it's set in like the, what I think would be the coolest time of New York City would be like the late eighties, early nineties. Yeah. I know crime was probably pretty bad. <laughs> I was about to say, isn't that when like before Giuliani? Yeah, came before in Giuliani came, crime was everywhere. But like, it's kind of <laughs> dirty, but like rough and it's it, good dirt. It's good dirt though. And um, I think of like Home Alone two, for example. Yeah. Setting that, I, I like that New York. That's cool. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I dude, I love that movie so much. It's good, man. It's just, it's one of my best. Oh, love it. <laughs> Sorry. What's your next one? Um, Fern Gully. <laughs> <laughs> the secret of Nim. Don't make fun of that, <laughs> dude. I will punch you. That's a Don Bluth classic. Don Bluth classic. Why isn't it on your list then? Oh, mm. it's mentioned. Oh, later. that's true. She wants the dogs. I want the job done tonight. And she'll stop at nothing to get her way. The puppies, they're gone. Dalmatian puppies, stolen. A sound alert. Sounds like an alert. I hope we're not too late. Now, it's the craziest rescue ever. Go get him. This summer, get ready for daring escapes. Um, uh, 101 Dalmatians. Another Disney film. Great film. Uh, 1961 release date. So Walt was still alive. He was very, very much a part of this. It's my f- it's my favorite style of animation from Disney. I would... I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's like top two. I mean, it's, it's I, that, my favorite, that yeah. rough... It's kind of... You can even... I can remember one scene in particular... You can see the... You, yeah, when, when um, the uh, main character, Roger, is rubbing... Like, trying to... Resuscitate the the little puppy oh, yeah. Lucky that that wasn't alive, and it it shows just a still of Pongo, and it showed you could see the pencil mark or the yeah. pen marks change yeah. as it goes. I love that. It's so neat. And then like the background is hand drawn, and it's just like it'll have a broad color, different like broad colors across like a big section of it. Yeah, the the background didn't have a lot of uh, animation necessarily in right. it, but I think it just it was all helped with the style of the film yeah it's um and a part of that was they used a new that a new technique of xerox photo uh, photography so they would it's almost like they had like a special camera like a, a souped up xerox camera and they would put it over the background and like instead of inking it yeah because what happened so was, it was no longer the press right where they, you put layer upon layer upon exactly and so yeah. and because what happened was with sleeping beauty they that came out in '59. They lost a ton of money on that movie it took them because it took them forever, and it, they were inking everything. Yeah. So this process got rid of that, and it cost. So Sleep- put, oh, I'm hmm. sorry, Sleeping Beauty came out when? '59. Uh, oh, okay. So two years before. I was thinking it was before that, but huh? Yeah, it was. Uh, so that's the reason they switched. <laughs> well, and this is the other reason it it uh it cost three and a half million dollars to make. It made 215 worldwide in the box office. Up and up, that's re releases and everything. Well, I guess so. But yeah, like, that's well, I mean, it said at the box office. There's so. no way it made two, $215 million in the I mean, that's impossible. I mean, yeah, <laughs> well, it, it made enough money, it, it I don't know the yeah, number, yeah. to where it pulled them out of the slump. Yeah, and so, but the the, the thing was, but that's with the re releases in the theater, maybe so. No, but, it, it definitely, <laughs> okay, maybe so. 
Um, it doesn't matter. I just like argue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it was with re-release. If it made that 1960, I don't know if that's 1961 dollars. I don't know. That just said that on okay. the, what I was the article. Yeah. Ma- okay. Maybe that was U.S. That maybe that was dollars now. Maybe so. That, that could have been like 2019 dollars. Yeah. So I'm sorry because I'm like I'm wondering if how did it cost three and a half million to make? Like that's a lot of money too. Anyway. Yeah. But I mean, um. Back but then. apparently Walt hated it. Really? Hated the animation. He actually threatened to fire. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. I looked it up, but he threatened to fire that animator because he hated that technique because it wasn't like the the old school way of, of that's true. So that was the first movie to have that style yeah. out of the the really lush and colorful, vibrant, right? Huh? Yeah, it was that first. Kind of, it was the first one to use that, and the, they they solely did it. The head animator did it because he's like, we got to make money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way to, you know, a lot if, of animation around Disney around yeah. that time, like Rescuers and stuff like that, was kind of the rough. Right. Yeah. Drawing. So yeah, that kind of started that string of of the yeah, like the rougher. We say rougher, but I, I like it. I like that it's kind of that raw. Yeah. Like, draw, like it looks straight, just hand drawn. Everything. Oh know? yeah, it's great. It looks good. And um. But yeah, he apparently he hated it uh, a lot. But then the story is that animator saw Walt right before he died, and Walt was like, "Hey, this is a good idea." You know, sorry that I. He basically apologized to him for giving him so much crap about it. Really? Yeah. But um, the other thing I like is the villains in it. The the Cruella Horace Deville and Horace and Jasper. And Horace and Jasper. My f- two of my favorites. Yeah, so good. And um, I liked when they did the you know the live action. Uh, in 96. I didn't mind that one. I li- I liked it. Yeah. I liked that movie. Yeah. And they had the Horace and Jasper um who played them? They uh, House, the guy that plays House was the tall one. We- really? I didn't know that. Yeah, he played Jasper, the tall one, and then uh Arthur Weasley played uh uh Horace. Really? Yeah. I didn't so, know that. Yeah, I remember seeing the new one in theaters. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was good. It's, it was very it's good. really good. Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels, and, uh, uh Glenn Close was the uh, Who was uh Anita. Oh. I don't remember. I don't remember her name. She was in several things yeah. in, that, in that time period. But anyway, the, yeah, the animated one, the great, yeah, had fantastic villains. Cruella. I mean, she's trying to kill freaking, she's trying to kill freaking dogs to make a coat. <laughs> what do they call it? The Twilight Bark? The Twilight Bark. Is that what they said? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they had to utilize it as a chain of communica- communication. <laughs> yeah. And then they, <laughs> yeah, they had uh, Tibbs, the little, ha- the, the farm cat. <laughs> Just, Who does he report to? He reports to the general or the captain? The captain, or? the horse that's the captain, and then the um, the general is that deaf sheepdog. Yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. It like screws up. It, it's a really fun mm-hmm. movie. There's nothing about I, there's nothing about Hunter One Animations that's just not flat out fun. Yeah, yeah. And you can't say that about every Disney movie. Honestly, sometimes kind of take themselves too seriously, mm-hmm. and and it's an easy watch too because it's only I think it's like seventy four minutes. It's like a oh, really yeah. short movie. Um, and you realize uh, how short some of the Disney movies are yeah. until you start watching. Well, like them. Dumbo, for example, yeah, it's like seventy minutes. And, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's crazy. But yeah, I just and I just also remember watching it when it came out on VHS. That was one of the first ones we got as a, you know on VHS with us, and so I watched it all the time. Like that yeah. was the one I would I would pop in if I had the if I had the choice. You know, I'd pop that movie in. What was the name of the dog that the Dalmatians love so much on TV? Um, Oh, uh, Thunderbolt. Thunderbolt. Yeah. Get him, Thunderbolt. Thunderbolts. But I don't know. The, the Canine <laughs> Crunchies commercial makes me laugh even to this day. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of champions, friends, Canine Crunchies is the champion of all dog biscuits. Canine Crunchies can't be beat. They make each meal a special treat. Happy dogs are those who eat nutritious Canine Crunchy. 
Because of the voice. It's the canine critiques. Can be make each male a special treat. <laughs> and I'm like, I love that. I like stuff in the movie. Like when Horace and Jasper were watching that game show about what's my crime. Yes. I love that. I wanted to see a whole 30 minute episode of what's my crime. Yeah. I think the story's great. I think the, the characters are, are fun. Um, I don't know. I just... And so, some of the little puppies crack me up, like uh, Rolly, always hungry. Like, come on, man. But I'm hungry. But I'm hungry, mother. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, yeah, that's my... Uh, well, my next pick is very similar to yours. Yeah. I mean, it's... That's all it is. Information, even a simulated experience or a dream, simultaneous reality and fantasy. The net is vast and infinite. Ghost in the Shell, the anime from 1995. <laughs> Have you ever I've heard of this never movie? Never even heard. Oh, god! Ghost in the Shell. You and your rough animation crap. It was a Japanese movie. Um, okay. W- widely considered. Oh. That's one of the greatest animes of all time. Do you know what anime is? Japanese animation. Yeah, I can't refute that claim because I don't. <laughs> only anime I know is Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> That's a Pokemon. That's one of them Pokemon. It's like the thing you said at the beginning, the poke, give me a Coke. Um, Pinch Poke, give me a Coke. Dude, don't get, say that ever again. Right. Ever again. Right. Uh, Ghost in the Shell is about an assault team leader that hunts down a mysterious hacker. Um, very, very like cyberpunk mm. film based on a, a manga of the same name, I believe. Um, basically, it's in a world where body parts are able to be augmented, uh, oh. even as far as the brain being placed inside a completely cybernetic uh, body, a.k.a. Ghost in the shell. In the shell. Oh, I got it. I got it. Yeah. I got it. Um, had real kind of traditional cell animation, mm-hmm. but it was mixed with CGI and had a really, really strong Blade Runner inspired look to it. Oh, have you seen Blade Runner? I have not, but I know the look you're talking about. Yes, that's crazy. It's cool. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> it's cute. It's another one of those movies that like is considered such a classic now to some people. Um, I, I can't believe. I mean, but it was a box office failure. But like with a lot of movies back then, man, when it hit home video, oh yeah, it just blew up. When, I mean, home video saved. A, well, not necessarily saved them, but it made it to where the box office wasn't the final word. Yeah, make on the it wasn't one. Yeah, before VHS, it pretty much was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but it's just a visually just stunning movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's okay. so incredibly good. Lots of really, um, it really has some strong realism in the film too. Like, like for example, like if they're shooting, like sparks will. Our bullets will create sparks when they hit metal, but not when they hit stone, like while they're shooting. It, oh, cool. But it's in with like one scene and it's mixed in. It's just like little things like that yeah. that are just crazy. But I always remember seeing this movie in Blockbuster. Always. <laughs> oh, cool. I can picture the VHS artwork sitting on a Blockbuster shelf right now. <laughs> and I knew I couldn't rent it as a kid. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, in 95, I was, was, I was 12. 12. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it wasn't going to fly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I remember when I got a little bit older and I would go hang out with Vincent in Missouri or in Wascom, we would go rent. There you go. Because there was a time like in the mid late nineties where anime in America, it kind of seemed to have a bit of a boost in popularity. I remember all of a sudden. I do remember that. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was a little bit before that, but I just remember seeing them on the shelves more. I mean, there were a lot of movies that came out. I mean, you had like Akira. You ever heard of that? Yes. I have. Uh, Ninja Scroll. That was another big anime back in the day that 
Don't everyone had to watch and then Ghost in the Shell. Okay. If you watch Akira Ninja Scroll and Ghost in the Shell, you've pretty much covered the main bases of oh. popular animes at that time. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> now, that's, see, that's anime. Yeah. I never watched Dragon Ball Z. Oh, okay. I didn't either. My, my little brother loved it. Really? Yeah. Nice. He's a big Dragon Ball Z fan. Ghost in the Shell. Beautiful movie. Yeah. Very serious. It's an R movie. Um, great music, too. Just mm. really, like, haunting music. Very Blade Runner-ish. I mean, yeah. if you love Blade Runner and that why style. Is, why did it get that rating, though? Like, is it is there's, the, there's, the it's, theme? It's very violent. Uh, there's some, I think there's some nudity in it. And, oh, okay. I mean, it's a, it's a adult animated i mean i don't mean like that but it's like well no i mean yeah. i was gonna say adult animated movie i was like no whoa. it's not it's not that whoa it's a it's a it's an r-rated animated film i mean okay. nothing over the top it's just you know violent stuff okay but just great it's a must watch if you love any kind of animation yeah. if you haven't seen that then i don't know what you're doing i don't know well you don't know what i'm doing yeah um Good. That's cool. Uh, my next one. Now, come with us and enter a whole new world beyond your imagination where a boy discovers a magic lamp and a genie who can make all his dreams come true. 10,000 years will give you such a crick in the neck. Whoa! So what'll it be, Master? I must have hit my head harder than I thought. Walt Disney Pictures presents Aladdin. You're a genie? That's right. He can be taught. You never had a friend like me. <laughs> Imagine a whole new world of excitement. Imagine carpet. Danger. Whoa, carpet, let's move. And enchantment. It's the story of a poor boy from the streets and a beautiful girl from a palace. Princess Jasmine. Um, Aladdin. They were too very Another Disney movie. Ever had friend like me. Hey! Uh, 1992 release. Um, it was probably my favorite. No, Lion King was my favorite of that, of the Renaissance, because this is considered, I think, like the third or fourth, maybe the second or third uh, film of that. Lion King was or after Aladdin, wasn't it? Yeah, Lion King okay. 94, Aladdin 92, Beauty and the Beast 91. For 80, some reason, I don't know. Little Mermaid 89. Oh, yeah, that's true. It was 94. Okay. Yeah, so it was the third. I think it was the third that was released out of that that Renaissance period. This is what they is referred to. Um, it was the highest grossing movie of 1992. I believe it. I um, mean, it was huge. Now, it says $504 million. I don't know. Again, I don't know if that's today's dollars or back then. It could have been It could have been back then, though. It, it, well, they did say it was the first... Animated and, feature yeah. to get over half a billion. It's I, if you're like, what do you look at like Box Office Mojo? Uh, it's it's re-releases yeah. up until now. That's, oh, okay, that's yeah, how that they might, count I think it. That was where yeah. I was looking at. So yeah, anyway, highest grossing film, uh, and but at that year too, it was the highest grossing whatever it made. Uh, it got two Oscars, and then also what were the Oscars for? Do you know? Um, I don't. I think it was for music as well. Yeah. Um, I think it was for their. Their theme song because they won the first and only Grammy that Disney's ever won for music uh, for for their theme song. Really, song of the year. I mean, it was the first Grammy for song of the year. Yeah. Um, but and, and I don't remember. What yeah, it won a uh, best original musical score. That's right. Okay, because it was the the Alan Menken and Tim Rice. And I think that's it. That maybe it was one one Oscar, it's, one it's Grammy, one Oscar, and then they had a Golden Globe. Oh, that's what. Okay, I got and, you. And uh, MTV Movie Award. Well, yeah, Robin Williams won MTV Music uh, Movie Award for I think Best Comedic Performance or something yeah. like that. Um, so let's talk about that guy. I and, mean, uh, you know, I had a discussion about this yesterday with a buddy of mine, Joel. Yeah. 
and we were talking about, you know, talking about Aladdin in particular, and mm-hmm. you know, I feel that Robin Williams is the backbone of that film. Yes, like he he disagrees, and that's fine, but I I can't imagine it without him though. Well, I, mean, I, I will. S- I, yeah, I guess you could say he's the backbone. He was ex- he, he, it would not have been the same without him. I do think, however, that other characters played a big, major role in it. Like Jafar, I think the guy that voiced Jafar was was brilliant. Yeah, I think that that he's one of the most uh, vicious villains of any Disney movie. Yeah, I mean he's he's trying to kidnap and and. Have his way with Jasmine. I mean, that's, Jonathan Freeman. That's yeah, that played the voice. I mean, he's he's a he's it's a creepy evil yeah. dude. He's an evil <laughs> dude, and so, but I do. I always loved the Sultan for some reason. Like he was just always funny to me. I don't know why. Anyway. Yeah. Um. But uh, you know, Gilbert Gottfried did uh, Iago. Great. Yeah. Awesome. But he almost curses in it. Yeah. <laughs> which I, I I guess I didn't think about that till I watched it recently because my son Harrison's really into Aladdin now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh yeah. Almost He's like, like hell. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, uh, but yeah, Robin Williams. There is no way that that movie would have been near as good without him because he. Well, they were saying, I, I, I really don't think it would. I mean, yeah. some might disagree with that, and that's fine. But I just, they, man, I yeah. just. Have you ever seen the behind-the-scenes stuff? Yeah, where he's uh, doing... Apparently, they have hours of stuff that they yeah, didn't put in the they movie. they cut tons. Because he was just going off. And, and a lot. And some of the things he did... I mean, the animation was based on what he said. I mean, like... Yeah, his, they his, would watch him doing the voice, and they would... The animators would watch him, and they would animate the yeah. genie to do what he did. Well, just like, you know, he does an impression of, let's say, Jack Nicholson during it. Yes. There, that wasn't in a script that, say, do an impression of Jack Nicholson. He was just kind of doing things yeah yeah and they're like we like that one let's animate you know a yeah, him going in and out of the Jack accents Nicholson. and stuff and even in the, in the song never had a friend like me he does all these different like we pride ourselves on service <laughs> and then he does like different <laughs> they didn't, again they didn't script that they were, he just did it himself yeah you know and he's just freaking genius i can't i mean i'm dude i'm i've I never met Robin Williams, but I'm just, I don't know. I had a connection with that dude. I'd somehow, I just, I I just start smiling when we talk about him Mm -hmm. because it's still so sad to me. Oh yeah. He he was one celebrity (laughs) celebrity death that I was, I cried. I mean, I, I, I I cried. Yeah. I was, it was really sad. It messed my day up for sure. And then still sad. I still think about it and I get sad because I'm like, gosh, what could he be doing now? Like, just not only a great comedian and, and all that, but just a like a solid actor. Like he was a very talented guy. And just to think about the you know how well, it was how it ended for him. Like, yeah, gosh, yeah. You know? But he was perfect for that role because it allowed yeah. him just to let loose. Yes. Yeah. Do whatever he wanted. Well, I mean, you remember I mean you, you know, interviews when they he would do like talk show interviews, they would yeah. like I remember Conan would just, just like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to do here. His just, stuff on um Johnny Carson was so good. Oh yeah. Letterman. Letterman, and, same yeah. thing. They would just let him go, like, oh, can't control this guy. See, I went to Disney World for the first time in ninety two. Uh, okay. So I went just oh, wow. right during it. I mean actually it was a little bit let's see. I went to Disney about six months before this released. Oh, okay. So we saw him animating some of it. Oh, like, no way. In Disney, yeah, which could, you know, you used to be able to look into the animation yeah, studio. Yeah, you could watch them. And watch them draw. That's and I remember seeing them draw like Aladdin or the Genie or something. We didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. So, oh, wow. yeah, it was a cool time to go. That's so awesome. Well, yeah, that's, and you know, I don't know. It just 92 was huge for Rob Williams, too. He was so big during that time. And, you know, for him to fit that in along with all the other stuff he was doing 
kind of a miracle that they got him to do it, honestly. Yeah. You know, and I think they had to say, look, you have free reign here to do whatever so that he would do it, you know. Yeah. Because they couldn't just, you can't just script that guy. It definitely know? deserved the best musical score. Oh, it's, yeah. It's all, I mean, all the music's good. Mm-hmm. All the music's great. Um, had had a good bit of CGI in it, too. Yeah, it did. Uh, especially with, like, the scenes where uh, you're looking at the city of Agrabah and, like, yeah. the, the palace and stuff. Yeah, it was. Um, I remember one of the uh, when Jafar sends him away, like to a different part of the world or something. That yeah, that the temple um, piece. Oh, that the tower the, that yeah, that, that, the, that, yeah. that the, uh, the carpets buried under. Right. That's all CGI. That looked really cool. Yeah, that did look. Yeah, and it still really holds good. up pretty well. Mm-hmm. No, it's yeah, it's visually it looks really really awesome. Um, it's really awesome on Blu-ray. I think we talked about that before oh, it looks one time. So good on Blu-ray, it looks awesome. I will say one thing I noticed when watching it again: Jafar wastes his wishes. He absolutely does. The what, first one what are you do. What's the first one he wishes? I think it's to be a prince. He wanted to be. Wait a minute. Mm, he didn't want to be a sorcerer in the first one, did he? Yeah, but that's his second wish. Yeah, that was his second one, and then he finally wished to be a, the a most genie, powerful genie. Yeah. Like, so he goes it, from like, I want to be a. I forget what it is, but like you know, a higher rank than what he is now. Yeah, yeah. Then oh, he, he goes, wanted to be a sultan. He wanted to be the sultan. Yeah, he wants to be the sultan. Then he wants to be a sorcerer. Yeah. Then he wants to be the most powerful genie. I'm like, you, what are you doing? So, you're, you should have gone straight to sorcerer. Yeah, that's <laughs> to be the first one. You have three wishes, you idiot. And then you don't. And then you don't become a genie, you moron. You know what's happening. <laughs> so not real smart. No. On that on that end. Dumb. Idiot. Yeah. But um. He didn't, true, he didn't true? have good counsel. I mean, Iago was telling him. Yeah, he's an idiot. He yeah. eventually turns on him, too, in Return of Jafar. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yes. Return of, Return of Jafar. Talk, I mean, speaking of Aladdin, talking about, like, animation. Yeah. You know, the first Aladdin was done by the Disney Studios, mm-hmm. big budget. Uh, the two sequels were straight to video, and they were done by yeah. a lower tier of Disney animation. I don't remember what it was. Man, it's jarring. Rough. It's like, oof. It's, this is not I mean, it looks near... like I started sketching. I mean... Um, same thing with uh, Beauty and the Beast. If you look at, uh, I don't remember what it's called. Oh, the Christmas. One? Yeah, the one that, that when he's still the Beast, and it's like in the <laughs> in the interim they, part. They, that's when they realize they effed up by turning him human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, what are we gonna do with this guy? Oh man, <laughs> long haired freak, <laughs> yeah. hippie, um, pumpkin pie haircut, <laughs> pumpkin pie haircut freak. <laughs> oh, Harlan Williams. How have we not talked about Dumb and Dumber yet? Oh my gosh. Don't we talk about it every episode? Anyway. Actually, I think we have talked about it. Yeah, but, yeah, I think we have. Uh, yeah. Anyway, do you have one more, or is that your last one? Huh? No, I have. We have one more. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George Lucas and Steven Spielberg present a Don Bluth film, The Land Before Time. Long ago, when the Earth was new. Five friends, lost and alone, took an incredible journey. You want to go with me? Yeah! Through a land of wonder and a land of danger. We're going with Land Before Time, November 1988. I mean, directed by Don Bluth. Uh, who was once one of the chief animators at Walt Disney Studios. He also did Secret of Nim. Yeah, buddy. Dude, I like Secret of Nim. I'm just naming Uh Dragon's Lair arcade game. Do you know what, what you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. He, Do you know what Dragon's Lair is? Uh, it was a um it was an arcade game 
I think I know. And it was like a, it was a, it was a video. It was like a cartoon, and you had oh, to hit yeah. a button That's at the right. right time for it to go to the next yeah. scene where the guy died. Mm-hmm. And it's That's, be- beautiful it's animation. I uh, also did American Tell. Yep. And which almost made my list. I saw it was on your list, and then I guess you took yeah, it off. I took it off. I, I, I replaced it with Toy Story Three, but American Tale is awesome. Anyway, yeah, he has a very very distinct animation style. It's yeah. kind of a storybook kind of animation yeah. style. It's just really pretty. Um, few few. Few, few, <laughs> few of the producers on the film, uh, Kathleen Kennedy, who is now like the head of LucasArts. Oh, okay. Or yeah. Lucasfilm, which, yeah. Uh, <laughs> George Lucas and Frank Marshall. Oh, wow. They okay. were all in on the film. Oh, Steven Spielberg was also one of the producers. I don't know why I left his name out. Yeah. But it was wow. funny, like when he was describing the movie, you know, before they made it, he wow. was like, I want to make uh, Bambi with dinosaurs. Oh, wow. And that's kind of essentially <laughs> that, what he did. Wow. Know? That's now that you say that. Okay. It was the uh, it was the highest grossing animated movie of all time until the uh, Little Mermaid beat it. Wow! Yeah, that's awesome. Is I it? you know well when we came when we came up with this topic that was going to be on my list but I was like I'm letting you have because I know I knew you loved this I, movie. I would have called you and said you're not having it. Yeah, I, yeah, I knew that you were going to have this movie, <laughs> so I was like, nah, I'm not going to put that on my list. But yes, that is definitely a for me a. I think it would be a top five. And yeah. It, I mean, I saw it in theaters. So I still kind of, I mean, kind of remember. I mean, I was five years old, but yeah. I saw it in the theaters. Um, essentially, I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen it. If not, shame on you. But mm-hmm. an orphan brontosaurus teams up with other dinosaurs to find and reunite um, themselves with their family. Mm-hmm. You know, there was yeah. a, the earth shake, earth as, shake. as Ducky says. Ducky! Uh, <laughs> you crazy. And, you know, I got them mixed up and they're going to find their family and they were going to meet in the Great Valley. Oh, Yes. There was a so you have you seen the Good Dinosaur? You know we have it, and Harrison's watched it, but I didn't watch it. Okay, I did not want to watch it because I, I am such a I fan. I don't think it looks good. I'm such a fan of Land Before Time. I don't say nothing crazy right now, Eric. No, I ain't saying nothing. No, no, I'm not saying okay. nothing crazy. <laughs> I'm I'm saying I didn't hate it as much as I thought it would because I was like, it's, they're trying to be Land Before Time because the stories are kind of similar. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, the I thought the animation was pretty cool in it, but I it, need to watch. I just hadn't watched it. Yeah, I I thought it was a pretty good story, but it's like I I didn't. What I was what I was gonna say is I I held off watching it because I was like it's Land Before Time. There's no way. Blah blah blah. blah. So because yeah, I love Land. Is Before he trying Time, to so. find his mom or his parents or he grandparents gets, or something? He or? gets separated from his family. Yeah, and he's trying to get back to him. Okay, and so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> My opinion, I mean, you talk about sad moments in movies. I know we've talked about uh, Mufasa's death and Lion King. Man, I'd put Littlefoot's mom's death Ooh, right up there. That's, t- that's a heavy one, dude. Because it's rough, man. It's heavy. It is rough. Ooh. But, dude, it's what, I mean, like, I'm almost getting, like, I'm not tearing up, but I'm just, I kind of got, I'm kind of glossy-eyed right now thinking Aww. about this movie. Yeah. Is that it's just, this movie means a lot to me, dude. It's, yeah. not, it's not just a movie to me. It's just like... I just think of childhood and mm-hmm. I mean it has the most beautiful soundtrack. I mean it does it have a really really awesome so incredibly uh, good. It has a lot of good music. Um if we hold on together by Diana Ross is like one of my all-time favorite songs still. That's awesome. It's yeah. so pretty. Yeah. I mean I just love it and I you know I think of Land Before Time every mm-hmm. time I listen to it without fail. Um when they find the Great Valley, I, I tear up every day. <laughs> yeah, that's, there's something so joyous about it. Yeah, and it is a it's very joyous. At the, yeah, to, yeah. It's a it's again it's another emotional roller coaster. You're going up and down, 
When um, they find the Great Valley, I feel the same as when Red finds Andy, Andy on the beach. <laughs> in Mexico. lose it every time the visuals like the music that's playing the the land before time theme is playing in the yeah. background and they all huddle up together oh, and man. like hug each other and i just like and like the narrator <sighs> then immediately kicks into if you if we hold on together man um yeah it just has a lot of really powerful moments in the movie yeah. and i think it's I would honestly got put it up against any Disney film, mm-hmm. any single oh, Disney sure. film that exists. I would put it up against it. Yeah. I mean, I don't think any Disney films achieved that level of heart and toy story three got close. It, yeah. But that's, that's true. That's it, as true. far as the heart goes. And, um, I think I was going to say up, but up doesn't, that doesn't get, doesn't get that far. into. Up's it. just sad. Up's <laughs> the first 15 minutes of that movie. I was mad. Cause I was like, what are you doing to me, Disney? Yeah. You're making me cry in the first 15 minutes of this movie. I remember, um, as far as like products, one of the most memorable things about Land Before Time were the Pizza Hut hand puppets. Yes. I have all of them. In the new movie, The Land Before Time, Littlefoot, Sarah, Ducky, and Spike share an incredible journey. Along the way, they become best friends. Now we'll always be together. And now, these lovable characters can be your child's friends, too. With a pizza from Pizza Hut, a land-before-time dinosaur is only 99 cents. So come to Pizza Hut. Your friends are waiting. We'll always be together. Pizza Hut! Dude, I... I, I Not in here. I don't make that face to say I don't believe you. They're in Harrison's room. But I'm just like, wow. I... Thanks to my buddy, uh, Kurt Gibson. Hey, Kurt. He gifted those to Harrison awesome. when Harrison was born. That's an awesome present, yeah. man. Every one of them. They were all sealed. Kurt, he would have paid you, I don't know how much money. <laughs> gonna... Every single one. Cool and idea. I was like, mine, my mind was just blown by that. That's like, awesome. Where did you find Where did you get? Yeah, that's, that's amazing. They're in Harrison's room on a shelf. Um, that's my last pick. I'll yeah. just say Land Before Time is a perfect animated movie and should not be missed by anyone. I will agree with everything on that yes. you said there. It is 10 out of 10 perfection. Yes. Well, my last pick. Mom needs Mars. <laughs> or Mars needs Mars. Mars needs Mars. <laughs> I messed it up. You messed that up so bad. Moms need Mars. Moms needs, why do they? Okay. That sounds like a dirty spinoff. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Who's Mars? Um, <laughs> Bruno? Hi. Hey, guys. Hey, Mars. Um, yeah. Um, the the last one my last pick is it's not the most epic honestly of, i forgot about what your last pick of, was, of so. animation but as a kid this movie was probably one of my favorites ever from walt disney pictures it's adventure we've got a moment to lose it's excitement and it's coming your way it's the adventures of the great mouse detective smile everyone He's Basil of Baker Street. Amazing. And he's teaming up with Toby, Dawson, and little Olivia. 
to take on Rattigan, the world's biggest rat. What did you call me? You're a slimy, contemptible sewer rat. This spring, you're invited yeah. to... And it's the Great Mouse Detective. Nice. Just because I love Sherlock Holmes' stories. Yeah. And they did a real good job in the story of this one of doing like a... like a. It's like a mystery. It's like a... You're, they're following clues, and you're like, "Oh, what is this leading to?" and, and stuff like that. It's um, I love any movie where there's a small rodent, but they have like human um, counterparts. <laughs> they, no, they have like they live like humans, yeah, but they're in little things, <laughs> like rescuers and like five wool. Yeah, yeah, American Tail. Yeah. Oh, it's their house, but it's a shoe. It's like a parallel. Yeah. <laughs> it's all like it's all like man. I want to live there. Oh yeah, I know. I was like, I want to live yeah. in a little, a little box. They're cooking dinner on a. I don't know. Clothespin. <laughs> Clothespin. Wow. Yeah. But um, no, so yeah. What year did this come out? Sorry. 86. Okay. 1986. I did not see it in the theater. Um, I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I think I, I think I saw it. It was on VHS. I know that. But I think it was like, I was probably 10. So 91, 90, something like that. Um, 86? Yeah, it was. It was came out in 86. Um, really just a fun, like I said, the, the characters are great too. The, um, uh, you know, it's based on the novel, the little, the I think it's a children's book. I'm not sure, but it's Basil of Baker Street. Yeah, yeah. and um, so you have the the main character Basil. He's the uh, Sherlock Holmes character. Then you have um, uh, Doctor Dawson, uh, H.Q. Dawson, the 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 fatter rodent. That's the yes. He's H- like Watson. H.Q. H.Q. Yes. I remember that now. Um, yes. And he was, yeah, he was like, it's like the Watson character. He was a, a veteran. Yeah, I was about to say, he wasn't called Watson? No, he was, yeah, he was Dawson. Now, Basil of Baker Street. Now that, mm-hmm. never mind. Never mind, never mind. No, I was going to say, is that like, Sherlock Holmes, Is that's his name in the movie. Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, Sherlock Holmes is, is okay, his name, but okay. he lives on, he does live on Baker Street. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, this is Basil of Baker Street, so they, they this made This was it. a standalone right. uh, book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, this wasn't like a... A Sherlock story that Just they a took. Spin off, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, but they had, yeah. The the story was really fun. The you can't talk about this movie and not talk about the villains in it because <laughs> you have Professor Radigan, who is this giant rat, who is it's it's great because he's he's like a huge rat and he thinks yeah. he tries to convince people he's a mouse. He's real proper. He's very, but he dresses like to the nines. And he's always got a cigar in his mouth. General, but he's. And he's sort of jovial, yeah. But he's also sinister, and he's voiced by Vincent Price, who I didn't know that. That is fantastic. That's so random. Isn't that great. crazy? Yeah. Oh, love Vincent Price. He creeped me out in the Edward Scissorhands, but um, you know, he's an Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, and he's the guy that he's the guy that makes him. No, you're probably 100 percent right. Yeah, I've only seen Edward Scissorhands once because it's so weird. It is weird, man. <laughs> Tim Burton. Gone Tim crazy. Burton. A little crazy, crazy. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I mean, and then you had the bat that kidnapped Olivia, yes! the girl. The real, he's like a real dumb bat, right? He's real dumb. He has like a peg leg, and he's like, he dies like this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I need to watch that again. I I watched it. I had not seen it until like five to ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's so great. And they have yeah. So we have Radigan, and of course the story is. He's trying to like kidnap the queen or whatever, and yeah. he has a he's he kidnaps the daughter of a toy maker, and he's tr- and he's holding her hostage while he makes a robot of the queen so that he can kidnap the real queen. Yes, and do that. I mean, it's like this. I might watch this today. It's, I forgot how much I liked it. It's a twisted, it's kind of a crazy plot, you know. Yeah, and um, and so 
yeah, the bat kidnaps the little girl, and so that's what they're doing. And then they have the characters around him, like um, the uh, Toby, the dog, the bloodhound or basset hound or whatever it is. He that's helps right, them out, yeah, yeah. and then um, they go through. One of the parts that always kind of freaked me out was when they were in that toy shop, uh-huh. and they were looking for clues. And like there was a doll that was like kind of creepy looking at him. It's like oh gee, but um, <laughs> yikes. Uh, and you also got to talk about the animation in it. They it was the typical late eighties animation, but they used this is I think the first Disney movie that used CGI to or CG to 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 animate. But they didn't. It wasn't like Pixar where they put the computer image on the screen. They 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 used uh, what's I think what did we say it was? It was called uh, wireframe models. And what they would do is they would animate something on the computer and then transpose it onto the cell and just color it and animate that way. It gave way. it a 3D effect. It gave it a big 3D So you really notice that in the clock scene at Big Ben when they're running through the gears and it's like, you know, 3D. Because I remember watching the making of when yeah. we finally got it and they talked uh, pretty in depth about it. It was yeah. cool. Yeah, they were talking about like how to make the gears. Uh, and they, yeah, they, right. they actually, the research team went to London to Big Ben and they got. Like, but they allowed them to look to go into Big Ben and look at the gears and how they really, yeah, they wow. they um they went that deep and wow and so yeah they would they would take the wireframe model that they would animate on the computer put it on a cell like, and uh, color it now they take me a picture and send it to me yeah. yeah I know right it's like <laughs> email me a pic bro yeah um Snapchat me Snapchat me Big Ben's send me gears snap. send me a snap yeah. but um just a really really f- a good story at I don't know about what about wholesome? But it's just a very. It makes me feel good. I love that story. It's fun. The little girl cracks me up too. Yeah. She's like, just her voice. She's like, like talking to the dog for She's like, come here, Toby. And it's just like, <laughs> oh yeah. It's like a little cute. Little she had thing. a real cute, like really strong British accent. Yeah, yeah. She's like, hello there. And um, well, it wasn't that. <laughs> um, <laughs> whoops. Hello there. Hello. And um, it's like a I love the. Uh, I love the the. The murder cat that they have, you ever remember that? I don't remember Radigan, that. It was Radigan's pet cat. Like he murder controlled cat. the cat, this giant cat that would eat mice that he sentenced to death, basically. And um, isn't there like a scene where she eats one of the mice? Yeah, but you only see the shadow of. Yeah, it. you don't see the. Th- I remember that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was like, that's dark. It's messed up, man. Yeah. So uh, no rules. Yeah, no rules. Just right. No holds barred in London. <laughs> that's, yeah, London's crazy. <laughs> that's man. a great movie, man. That's a great pick. Yeah, I, I, I um, that's what I thought about. I was like, that's I got to put that on there. Yeah. As a kid, I loved that movie. As an adult, I'm like, I'm still impressed uh, by the story and by the animation on it. And uh, again, I'm a big uh, uh, the Vincent Price villain. Just to me, it's one of the best villains of, of any Disney movie. That's cool. So yeah. But uh, that's our list. Ben. That's our list. Some of our favorites. What? Choose, choose. Uh, which one on mine do you think uh, you would choose? Land Before Time, easy. Because yeah. that was going to make my list, like I said. But I was like, I I got to give that one to you because that's your. I yeah, would probably be your number one. Remind me of yours again. You had um. So I had Ferngully. <laughs> <laughs> Toy Story Three. Yeah. Brave Little Toaster. Mm-hmm. Hundred One Dalmatians. Aladdin. Mouse Man, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I got to go with Aladdin. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. mean, it's. It was that next step in Disney animation. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it really pushed the boundaries after Beauty and the Beast, I think. Yeah, it did. As far as the animation mm-hmm. and... Yeah, just one up to them. I prefer like, the music in that Yeah, next to Beauty and the Beast and Robin Williams. I mean... If if Lion King hadn't come along, Aladdin would be my favorite of that era. Um, but then Lion King came and, and... Lion King's an epic in itself. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's just ridiculous. So, um, 
And that, I mean, I was going to put that on my list too, but uh, you know, like I said, we I could have put twenty movies on here. We kind of talked about it in ninety four episode, also. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, that's good list, man. Let's talk about our five Friday five. The picks. Friday five. <laughs> Yes. I will uh, kick it off here. I want to talk about uh, a singer by the name of Meg Myers. I've heard about her. I heard about her about two to three years ago. Kind of like some of her stuff, but it was a little too weird for me. Um, She does a cover of the song Running Up That Hill by Kate Bush. You familiar with this song? No, I don't think so. Kate Bush is also a little wacky, but uh, she was big in the 80s. Um, she has she has some good songs, but uh, Running Up That Hill has always been my favorite song by her, but Meg Myers really does it justice. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really fantastic. Well, I saw it on the, on the pics here, and I was like, oh, I'll have to check yeah, it out. Yeah, it, it's really good. She does a really good job at the cover. Okay, nice. Uh, I'm going to do... Uh, I was in uh, Target the other day, and I saw that they're now selling arcade... They're called Arcade 1-Up, and they're video cabinets... Like their their video cabinet their video game cabinets for I think it's two ninety nine. Uh, you get it at Walmart or Target and I think a couple other places. It's it's kind of a miniature arcade cabinet. Yeah. I mean it's not the same size. Um, the first wave because I was really hyped on these. Yeah. First wave, eh. Like there's a lot of quality issues with mm-hmm. it, stuff breaking, stuff like the paint on the board would peel off. Oh really? It's like what oh, the okay. heck? Yeah. Uh, the second wave have, has gotten much better reviews. Uh, I think Mortal Kombat two, uh, Final Fight. And I saw Street Fighter too. Street Fighter uh, was yeah, uh, Pac-Man, Galaga, mm-hmm. but yeah, the second wave is apparently much better, and I'm I'm still interested in picking one up. My next pick is um, a potential remaster of the 2009 Ghostbusters game. This was a rumor that popped up recently. Um, in 2009, there was a Ghostbusters video game came okay. out on Xbox 360, PS3, and it was pretty much um, looked at as the third Ghostbuster movie. Oh. Had the original cast come back, the original voices. Wow! It's and it's a really fun game too. Yeah. It's excellent. They did a great job on it. So, um, hmm. I think it deserves a remaster, and I would be really excited about that. Do it on the new consoles. Now. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. Would be, Oh, that it's a great game, and I, I hope it's true. Nice. Uh, so yeah, we're going to Disney at this. Let's see when this airs. Will be like a few days. Like uh, yeah. we're going on the twenty eighth of May. Um, but they just unwrapped like 55 of the new gondolas, the Skyliner gondolas. So you have different modes of transportation at Disney. You have the monorail, you have the buses, the boats. So now they've devised a new, the, it's not a new system. Actually, they have it at Disneyland, or they had it at one time. It was a gondola system. And I think the route runs, it, it's a. It's kind of a crazy route. It runs from Hollywood Studios to Epcot, but I think during, it also stops at Caribbean Beach. Pop Century. Pop Century. Art of Animation. Yes. And so... Um, it's just a new way to get to the parks. There's no air conditioning in these. You are in Central Florida. <laughs> We're questioning this. And average temperature, I don't know. I'm, I'm just guessing off the top of my Let's head. Let's say August. Let's say August. I'm going to guess 93 yeah. is your average temperature. Humidity off the charts. Humidity is, is yeah, at least 90%. And you're in an unair conditioned. It has vents. Enclo- it has vents, but it's enclosed well, um, gondola hanging in the air. You'll have to try it out. I, if it's open when we're there, I'll try it. But I, I think they're a bad idea because I think people are going to be doing dirty things in them. Well, that's all. That's another up. concern. It's a closed gondola because when you look you cannot, at it, you cannot you can't see. see inside. <laughs> you can't see. You just see the whatever is on the outside. Watch so. your step. Oof. That means a lot of different things. And it's going to be hot in there. <laughs> it's like a Beyonce music video in there. Yeah, ooh, like a sauna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dirty things happen. Getting inside. dirty. Ugh. So yeah, so I'm gonna try those out if they're running. Gondolas, uh, Gondolas hot, hot people will do the next. Still um, yeah. My last pick, and I think the last pick of the yeah, whole it thing, uh, it's it gonna be the HBO Watchmen trailer. Uh, uh, you ever heard of the Watchmen? 
I have heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> graphic novel that came out yeah. um, early 2000s, I believe. Didn't they do a Watchmen movie? There, there's a Watchmen movie. Okay. Um, I was a fan of the graphic novel before the movie. I love the graphic novel. It's one of the best I okay. mean, ever. I like the movie. A lot of people have mixed feelings about it. But now um, HBO is doing a series on it. Oh, cool. And it looks like it might be a sequel, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And it looks fantastic. I mean, I hope they do it justice. I can't really tell right now, but it looks good. Yeah. HBO's doing a lot of stuff, man. Yeah. After Game of Thrones, I need something to watch. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you got Mourn. <laughs> We're recording this on the Friday before the final episode of Game of Thrones. Oh, man. So I just want to say thanks for the good times, guys. Yeah. Thanks for the all the good that you've done. Because I think something really bad's about to happen. That's all. I mean, you on suicide watch. This is, but I mean, when this airs, it'll be after the finale. Oh, that's true. Oh man, I don't think I wore deodorant. That's, <laughs> you should have said that last. Uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I shut the air off when we record, so oh. we have no AC on right now that's because right. it's too loud. Well, uh, yeah. you're about to get. It's about to get gamey in here. But hey, guys, thank you. Thanks for your support on Instagram. Um, we've gotten a lot of support lately. Gotten some nice messages. Mm-hmm. Um check out our spotify playlist we we put all the music that we play on the show on the playlist yes and we we want to share that and also promote the people that are played here i mean yeah you know 100 promote them go check them out if you hear something you like it's mm. going to be on the playlist yeah it's uh, I, I it's in my car I, you know i have it on the spotify um playlist you know it's going on my car a lot yeah i, I really enjoy that playlist you know just you know just search for friday five podcast and you'll get the playlist and then you'll get the actual podcast right that pops up yep so yeah check that out yeah um head over to instagram check us out on there mm-hmm. that's where we uh are hanging out most of the time yeah and for your homework before next uh, episode watch all the movies we just mentioned yeah all of them and learn all the songs learn all <laughs> that's right so uh <laughs> Yeah, and this is the part where we can't close it. Yeah, we still haven't gotten good. We don't know. (laughs) We should work on that. I don't know. Let's think of some ideas. Yeah, for the next show. For the next show. Yeah. We'll see you later.